And uh, one of the things we want to talk about today, guys, is time. And here's the reality. Don't believe the lie that you don't have enough time. You have the same amount of time as everybody else on here. The reality is, is how you choose to spend your time is going to dictate how you finish. So really what I want to talk to you about real briefly is just how to finish strong, right? How to step into this last month. And yeah, we have a little over a month left in the year. How are we going to finish strong? And I'm, I just want to ask you two questions because when you come to places where you have goals out in front of you, Brian, um, and you now have to narrow the path, <laughs> there's a goal, there's a timeline, and you're finding yourself trying to continue to push forward to meet the goal. Uh, what happens, guys, is you have to make some decisions. And those decisions are, will you push through and will you stay focused or will you give up? And there's two really questions I want you to ask yourself. Uh, number one is this. Will you give up or give it all that it takes to win? Give it all that it takes to finish. It's your question. Will you give up or will you give it all that it takes to win and to push forward and to see your goals achieved? Second question. Will you bring all your energy and skill or will you provide an excuse why you didn't make it? It's really your choice. It's no one else's decision. It's interesting. When, when it comes to finishing strong, no one else can make that choice for you. It's a personal choice that each of us have to make for ourselves. Here's the truth. Psychologists say our tendency, the human nature, tends to want to give up. The human nature tends to want to go back to status quo. This human nature tends to want to be tempted by uh, other things that can draw your attention away rather than finishing strong. Brian, you were a runner, and it's interesting. One of the things they tell runners is you never look back. <laughs> you can't. Your, your whole goal is out in front of you, and if you're going to finish the race that's set in front of you, you can't look back, and you can't worry about the other runners. You have to make a choice that says, I am going to run my race and do whatever it takes to finish strong. Kind of my last thought with this. How you finish a thing is how you go into the next thing. And it's never been more uh, important, I think, uh, in all the time that I've been around real estate than right now. How you finish is going to be how you start. Why? Because in real estate, you guys are very uh, aware of this. You actually need to work today so that you can actually see a closed transaction and a commission tomorrow. So if you don't work today, Brian, you're just setting yourself up for no commission tomorrow. And we see this all the time. People think that they can stop and take a break, right? And then they, they wait too long. Rick, you handed out a book to our leadership team this uh, year, and it was the tortoise and the hare. And you said it was the greatest leadership book right? Uh, you've ever read. And I thought about that this week when we thought about finishing strong. Guys, there are going to be people that shut their business down. Don't be one of them. Why? Because in the end, you won't finish the race that you started the way you wanted. With that, I'm going to throw it over to Rick to teach you guys some practical ways for us to make sure that we finish strong. Thank you, Joe. Christina, do you have our slides? Look at Christina is on, on it today. So friends, I've been doing this a long time and there is a polar opposites between a typical agent 
that around Halloween, they start their Christmas vacation and they wrap it up around Easter and a top agent. And they are fundamentally different. And let's kind of take a look at them briefly. And then I want to give you some super like practical strategies, what you can say. So here, here's what I want you to think about is how are you going to respond to the fourth quarter? You know, are you at like, hey, I'm 92% done with the year or I got 8% left? Because how you respond is going to, to dictate whether you are more of a typical agent or you're a top agent. Let's look at your schedule. A typical agent is very unintentional with their schedule. Man, they're kind of on, they're kind of off. They start around October. Maybe they go through mid-January. They're not really intentional with their work. They're not really intentional with their time. And what happens is we live in this real tension between, man, I'm at work and I feel like I should be at home. And now I'm at home and I should feel like I should be at work. And we don't want to live that way. The top agents in this industry are viewing right now with a great intentionality. Here's what they're doing. They're 100% off on the holiday. Man, you and you define what that holiday is for you. Is that Christmas Eve? Is it Christmas Day? Is it the day after Christmas? Like you define that. Whatever you choose to define that is, the holiday or, or New Year's or even Thanksgiving, be 100% off. Don't live this life where you're at the Thanksgiving dinner table thinking you should be at work or at work thinking you should be with your family. Like, just pick and then live that out. But then the days you're working, be 100% on, be 100% focused. And here's what you're going to find. Those that are typical agents, right about now, when it comes to their annual results, they begin to settle for where they are. Yeah, you know what? I'm okay. I know I didn't get everything on my vision board but I got a couple of things and they begin to settle. The top agents are beginning to strive right now. They're like, man, I got got 8% left in the year. Let me go to work to make this happen. I'm almost there. I can check one more thing off my vision board. And what Joe talked about was absolutely right. Their results in January for a typical agent, very much lagging because they're now just starting the activities that are necessary. For the top agent, agent, they're leading their year. They have a boom January. They have a great February as the result of the works they did in November and December. And that's the leading indicator to their 2023 year. When it comes to opportunities, there are unique opportunities that are not here all year long. The typical agent ignores them. They're not paying attention to them. I'm off. I'm I'm going to be distracted. I'm going to do other things. The top agent really embraces them. And here are five uh, unique opportunities that are available probably for the next 30, maybe 35 days, maybe 45. Then they're going to move on from you. And they'll be around next year. And the top agents are embracing them. Here they are. The first one is what I call the annual, updated annual value report. What is it? It's updating people on their home value. Listen, two years ago, their home was worth significant. It's very different than what it is today. And if they don't have an updated value report, how, so how do you do that? What does that script may, might look like? It might look like this. There are many changes in real estate this year that may have impacted your home value. Can I pop by today around four o'clock and give you an update? Or maybe would six o'clock be better? 
And it's an annual value report. We also call them a fuller value report to distinguish them from a Zillow page. Don't let your clients rely on Zillow. Zillow doesn't know where the tracks are in the community. So they don't even know whether you're on the left or the right side of the tracks. They have no idea where the tracks are. They don't know the difference between Meyer Vista Hills and James Donnelly. They don't. You can give them that guidance and that understanding. Here's number two. It's called the annual real estate portfolio review. If you're an investor, you're probably thinking today about, man, can I get a better rate of return? Can I get higher rental? Can I increase my cap rate? Can I increase my cash on cash return? What about my internal rate of return, my IRR? You're thinking about these things. This is something you can do to serve your clients and give them an annual real estate portfolio review. That might include one home, two homes, three homes, five homes, 10 homes. And you can begin to help them understand whether they're getting the most out of their portfolio. I want you to parallel this to the idea of like a financial planner. Financial planner who's worth their salt calling all their clients say, hey, can I meet with you and tell you what happened to your portfolio this year? And maybe some adjustments we ought to make. Like, let's look at it at the end of the year. So here's a script you could use. Just like you review your annual retirement portfolio, I can provide you with a real estate portfolio review. And now you can help them review all of their property. There are people out there that own more than one home. And you helping them analyze whether they own the right properties in the right communities with the right tenants, with the right uh, in short-term, long-term, like we can give them that guidance and that help and help them make that decision. By the way, NARRPR is a great report that can help you do that because it can also help you identify what rental rates are. If you're thinking a short-term, use AirDNA.co. That can be very, very beneficial to help determine whether they can do better on short-term rentals than a long-term rental. Okay, here's number three. This is a third opportunity. It's the annual closing disclosure. Remember when you sold that house and Cindy did the loan, she issued a loan estimate called an LE, and she gave at the very end a CD, a final CD. It has a bunch of tax deductible expenses. Super easy for you to reach out to all your clients and say something like, your real estate purchase this year or your real estate sale this year. It Both have tax benefits. Should provide you a significant tax savings. For your convenience, I've attached your closing disclosure so you can easily provide it to your tax professional. Man, what a conversation. And by the way, what a great real estate professional thinking about me at the end of the year, bringing that email to the top so I can take that document, which they probably buried in a title company folder somewhere, bringing it to the top so they can give it to their tax professional. How about this one? This one's called the annual real estate meeting. Kind of goes like this. Hey, a lot of people are thinking about making a move next year. We should meet and discuss your plans. I'll be in your neighborhood next week. Can we? Pop by, can we grab a cup of coffee? Like a lot of people are thinking about making a move next year. We should meet and discuss your plan. This is a great one for first-time home buyers. This is a great one for homeowners. Like you know they want to move out of the state, which is one-third of our clients like you. They got to do some stuff to their property. A lot of people are thinking about making a move next year. We should meet to discuss your plans in annual real estate meeting. Or maybe you just want you just dropped off a pie, which is super, super cool. We gave out over 700 of them. <laughs> We actually wrote nearly 200 property, fuller property value reports for those 700 clients. 
So maybe you want to use the thankful for you because you just dropped off a pie and you reach out to him and say, man, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Just wanted to drop you a line and say, I'm thankful for you to be your friend and to be your agent. Like super simple. And these are five unique opportunities. Uh, are they available all year long? Sure. I guess you could use them all year long. But right now, they're at the top of everyone's mind. Right now, you can do these annual property reviews and schedule it for the end of December or first week in January. And it's an opportunity for you to connect with simple value add for them. I never minded lock. I, ne I didn't never mind when I knock on a door as long as I have something of value for them to listen to. If I don't have something of value for people to listen to, I don't want to knock on somebody's door. But the moment I have in valuable information, insight on their market, man, I'm super excited to be able to share that with them. This is something that's a value add for them. Okay, so let me give you, let me take this even further. Like, what does this script look like? How can I, how can I use these to, to actually get the appointment? Let me give you eight simple closes. You hear me talk about them all the time. These are things that you can add when you're talking about the value report, when you're talking about the annual meeting, the thankful for you. You can add something like, maybe we should meet and chat about it. Like a lot of people are moving next year. Uh, maybe we should meet and chat about it. Easy close. Uh, can I pop by today or would tomorrow be better? Easy close. Hey, let me just pencil you in for a time to talk about it. An easy close. Maybe you're writing an annual, uh, you're doing the fuller uh, property portfolio, their real estate portfolio review with all their properties. Uh, would you like me to get the ball rolling? Easy close. Or how about this? I'll be in your neighborhood later this week. Can we connect then? Super easy close. Like, and, and frankly, don't make this stuff up. Like, you better really be in their neighborhood this week. But you, you probably are. You're probably showing property. You're out there taking a listing. You're going to be in their neighborhood. Just I'll be in your neighborhood later on this week. Can we connect then? How about this one? This one works really good with the Fuller Value Report. I'll get to work on that. Can I get back to you later on today? Super easy close. I mean, look, we're... This is not high pressure. This is no problem, no pressure. Uh, how about this one? We provided almost 200 home value reports. I didn't want you left out. Can I drop it off tomorrow? Super easy close. What about what? Here's a bonus. And if you're on a listing appointment or a buyer rep appointment, many of you have, you know, I use this all the time. It goes something like this Can we meet and chat about this next week? Is that fair enough? Can I pop by today or tomorrow or would be tomorrow be better? Is that fair enough? Would you like me to get the ball rolling? Would that be fair enough? I'll be in your neighborhood later on this week. Can we connect then? Would that be fair enough? Like this, this little phrase, is that fair enough? Nearly every time someone says, yeah, that's fair. That's totally cool. So this is, this is very basic. I get it. There has never been a year. Um, like this year, to not be a typical agent. Okay, I told you last month at the team meeting that the pie of sales is smaller, and you're going to have to take a bigger slice of it. So this is not the year to be a typical. This is the year to be a top agent. And these strategies are super simple. They're value add that can help you communicate a message of professionalism and service to your clients and get the, get a conversation started. I think you'll be surprised how many people you meet with that are shocked at the value of the property, 
that they have, that they own, that they didn't know went up 40% in 2021. And I think you'll really be shocked at how many people don't think that owning is possible or that properties are available for sale, maybe that weren't available previously, and you can get them pre-approved and get them out there looking at homes. Man, you got this. Don't be a typical agent. Be a top agent this year.